Hello everyone and welcome back. Uh, welcome to the now episode one of Radio Anything. So um, you may, if you have been listening, if you saw episode zero and you are here, then hi, welcome. And to any new listeners, hi, my name is Luca. And uh, here we talk about, well, as you can understand, uh, anything really. So we just usually go through what's happened um, over maybe the past week or t- week or few days. And um, yeah. So, what has really happened? Um, well, things obviously that have gone kind of in a bit of a... It's been a bit of an odd week, let's, let's say the least. It's been a bit of a hot... There's been some really sad moments and some really good moments. Um, so, mostly more sad than good, but there's been good, some fun moments. Now, uh, I think we should start with the... Um, the big one. This is the big news thing, and I just I have to say it for my own personal saying. I just want to um, give my heart out to all of the students who both lost their lives and lost friends, family members, and um, brothers or sisters and um, close friends at the Florida school shooting, where seventeen got killed and what we know as over fifty got injured. I just want to say that it is quite, it's the worst mass shooting um, in, worst not mass shooting, but worst school shooting in US history. Now, if you were someone like me who sort of realized it or didn't even realize, um, and you only found out through this, what happened was is that a boy, a teenage boy got expelled from school and he got um, he got angry about it and took out a full military assault rifle that he could buy legally. He was 17, I believe. And um, he went in, he pulled the fire alarm where everybody was out going out designated and gunned down 17. Sorry. I just had dinner. And uh, injured more than 50. And um, it's a it's a terrible thing. And, you know, we still sit here to this day and we still question why on earth the Americans actually have guns. It's like, you know, you got, you know, it's the right to bear arms. If you go to America, they'll be like, well, we we need a right to bear arms because we need them to protect our children and animals from savages or terrorists. And if you actually look, there's a higher chance that your toddler will kill you over a fucking terrorist, which is mental. I don't understand that. How the hell can you say to me that, oh, we need, I can get it, you know, back in like the 1790s where it was, you had bears and wolves and all this and you had to protect your farmland. That was understandable. But for crying out loud, you had like muskets and flintlock pistols. They did not have like M4s and full light machine guns and all that. Wasn't, that was not a thing. That was never a thing. But now we have, you know, and the right to bear arms has been manipulated and torn apart in so many different ways. But now we have these whole ideas where it's like, oh, at the age of, in some states, I think at the age of 10, if your parents allow you, your dad can buy you a goddamn any gun. It's ridiculous. I don't understand it. And you know what? It's a real shame. And it's really, really sad to realize that. But, you know, it's what we have to go with. It's what we have to live with. Um, Do I think that America will ever actually do anything? No. No, I don't think so. Not with Trump, at least, in power. Um, but funnily enough, about an hour ago on BBC News, it did say that Trump is supportive of improved gun checks. So, you know, the world, you know, we could see with the world. But, I mean, he's part, isn't he a member of the NRA, if I remember? 
So you support the NRI, and the NRI, you know, run the government almost. I mean, they have, I'm pretty sure, many, tons of representatives, and I'm pretty sure the Republicans are part of the NRI. So, you know, it's a bit impossible. But if somebody once put a famous um, politician in the U.S., uh, was asked, you know, do you believe that, you know, after I think it was the El Las Vegas uh, shooting days, he was asked, you know, do you believe gun laws will ever come into America? And he said no. And he said, if America can still support the argument that we need guns after Sandy Hook, then America is hopeless. And you know what? He's got a point. He's, it's true. It, it doesn't really make any sense. And you know when Americans can under can take the fact that you could, a, a teenager can go and murder toddler you know children and stuff. And there's no hope. There really isn't any hope for America, and I I can't blame them. But it's a terrible thing. Anyway, let's move on from that. Um, something that's actually happening very near and dear to my to the country that I live in, great the United Kingdom. Um, Theresa May who is the Prime Minister, who's a Conservative. Now, if you don't know, if you're not from the United Kingdom, we have two parties, the Conservatives and the Labour Party. Conservatives, I'm not going to delve into it, but Conservatives, very kind of right-wing, very much with the elderly people, very much support the elderly, and they're very much into the rich and stuff like that. But with Labour, it's more kind of socialism, where it's kind of, you know... We don't believe in private housing. We more prefer the youth. We more are with the kind of future of the youth and all that kind of stuff. If you haven't, a couple of months ago, back in 2017, there was this whole thing about Jeremy Corbyn. You may have seen it on the news if you watched. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, but our president, our prime president, prime minister, Theresa May, has scrapped, has ruled out the idea of scrapping um, university tuition fees and says that university tuition costs, uh, university costs are way too high, but students must pay back for degrees. And in my opinion, this is absolutely ridiculous. This makes no sense. You're telling me that I, or millions of kids around, around the United Kingdom, have to now, you know, we have to pay for tuition fees. Why do we have to pay for tuition fees? And I can't give this load of bollocks where they're like, oh, university fees are too high. Well, then put more money into it. You're the government. You put too much into military or fine, you know, into, you know, for crying out loud, if you're going to say that tuition fees are too high, then look around you, right? Massive, we have the lowest count of taxation law in, with, with big chain market, big chains in the world. I think it's only about 10% we ask for their taxes. It's ridiculous. If you want to, if you want to scrap tuition fees, go to Starbucks, Amazon, you know, little all of these big chains that you don't get their taxes from and go, and go, all right, guys, we want our taxes now. Give us those billions of pounds that you're supposedly talking about and give us it. I don't understand it. Why the hell do we have to, like, pay for it? It's education. We have the, everyone, it's in our law. We have, the, I swear, we have the right to an education. Everyone else in the United Kingdom, since law, has said, hey, we have anyone in who lives, who is a United, who is part of the United Kingdom, who lives in the United Kingdom, has the right to an education about, to, up to the age of over of uh, 18. Now, I understand that, yes, technically, when you go to university, you'll be 18, 19. I will be 19 when I go to university. But, you know, still, it's kind of like, guys... Really? You know, it's a bit... No, I might be 20 when I... No, I'll, go... no, I'll be 19. I'll just reach 20. Um, But, you know, we we shouldn't... I shouldn't... Millions shouldn't have to pay for the right. And it's not like... 
it was a century, 50 years ago, you know, 50 years ago, a century where people had to, you know, pay for it. It was only about 10, 20 years ago now. I'm pretty sure during the time of um, New Labour in the early, in the nine, late 90s, early 2000s, nobody really had to pay for Twitch Boots. It was only until David Cameron and Nick Clegg had a, um, uh, they joined Parliament, didn't they? And they made um, austerity and uh, a coalition, they made austerity. And uh, they, had, they had to bring it back in like 2000 and something, uh, early 2000, I think. Um, but it's ridiculous. I can't understand that. But, you know, it's how it is. Now, um, on to some sports. Obviously, we have sports. Uh, really amazing thing. Um, if you've been watching the uh, Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang in South Korea, uh, it's the 2018 Winter Olympics. And um, there's been an extraordinary dead heat in the two-man bobsleigh. Canada and Germany have actually tied for gold. This is the first time in 20 years the actual title has been shared. That's pretty cool. I've never actually seen in my life an actual two teams hold tie gold together at the end. I don't, has anyone, if you have, you know, like, tell me, like, I want to know, have you guys actually ever seen, um, like, two people, like, two different teams win gold at the Olympics? Because that's pretty amazing, in my opinion. Oh, sorry. Um... Another news, um, League One uh, Wigan have uh, astonishingly um, uh, beat Man City in the FA Cup. Wigan Athletic end Manchester City's hopes of a uh, quadru—they're uh, calling it the quadruple—as Will Griggs' goals secure Will Griggs, who's Northern Ireland, yes, lad, uh, goals secure a famous FA Cup win. I never knew that. I wasn't expecting that, but that's uh, that's that's pretty amazing. Um, and when it comes to the kind of stuff that's happened, um, justice-wise, we've had Dart a, well, um, ex-footballer coach, uh, Barry Bennell, has been sentenced for 50 counts of, uh, sexual child abuse. And you know what? This man, hopefully, you know, he's going to rot in hell for the rest of his life. He will die in prison. But... I don't understand it. It was, but if you didn't, if you didn't know, a couple of about a year or two ago now, um, a f ex footballer came out and said that he used to be um, abused. He used to be sexually harassed and I think almost raped by um, uh, footballing coaches back in the eighties. And then hundreds of men came out about how their coaches were extremely pedophilic to them. And now they're abusive and all this kind of stuff, and it's like Jesus Christ! It ruins the idea of the of the the best game in the world. Like football is counted to be as the best game in the world. How? How can you say that if you have this? If you have, how can you say that when teams all across the all across the world, mainly in England though, are hiring have hired people years decades ago who have you know, abused and nearly raped um, many. I know some actually did rape little children, and it's a bit kind of like, oh, Jesus Christ, guys. I mean, come on. Really? Other than that, a man by the name of Matthew Folder has been jailed for 32 years. He was what we call a dark web paedophile. He blackmailed victims into sending sexual images that he then shared on the uh, dark web. And... Obviously, these are underage children, so, um, on the dark web, 
is the uh, dark fucking web. So, yeah, no, it's not fun. It's really not fun. Um, But, yeah. Uh, God, yeah, you got 30... The um, guy, the footballing coach got 31 years jail. So, you know. Oh, no. I really don't understand these kind of people. I will never accept it. But um, I believe that they should get worse. I mean, fi- I mean, you have to imagine like fifty accounts of child abuse, child you know, child abuse. That's a bit kind of like you would expect, you know, you'd expect more time than thirty-one years. But I guess maybe he'll probably be ninety something by the time he gets out. So maybe dead, probably dead though. Pro- probably dead, but. I don't know. It's um, it's a sad time, and I hate, you know, this whole idea of paedophilia. You know, I don't really understand it. You know, it's really disgusting when you see poor little kids being kidnapped from their own home sometimes, and raped, and sometimes killed. But you know, that's that's the way this place um goes. I I I I won't understand it, but let's let's have a look. Um. This okay. So th- something I actually really found cool today was that Tokyo, Japan, uh, obviously plan the the idea of having the world's tallest wooden skyscraper. So, um, the seventy-story tower would be ninety percent wood and have trees and other foliage on every level. Now I understand that, but that is really like really scary. I mean, I get it, Tokyo. I understand. But to a degree, isn't that slightly... I mean, it's 90% wood, okay? So technically you would have... Because you'd need the internal structure of, like, titanium poles and stuff, but you do have... I mean, what if a tsunami happens? What if if they have a tsunami? Is it a bit, well, fucked then? I mean, because wall will hit. Will it just collapse? Because wood... Wood is not as strong, right? Wood is nowhere near as strong. So part of me want to believe that hope and probably there's some genius towards it. You know, so I don't know, but I don't know. I think I think what they'll do though is I think it has a set structure where it's kind of the way the the wood is put together. It's very strong and stable. So, you know what? I'll give them benefit of the doubt. If they want to prove it, then they can prove it. Oh, another cool thing that happened is if you watched a couple of weeks... I think it was last week, two weeks ago, um, we had um, Elon Musk shot his new rocket into space, and it's called the SpaceX Heavy, or the Titan. And um, it's the second... It's the biggest non... It's the heaviest non-NASA-made rocket... Now, if you if you don't understand how that why I'm saying why I'm saying heaviest, it doesn't mean it's the slowest. What I mean is by heaviest is mean that I can hold the most amount of fuel possible. It's the it's the second heaviest of all of them, but it's the first heaviest of non NASA um, uh, um, rockets, right? But it has the 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 uh, the possibility um, technology to land again. So, um, yeah, so I think it's the NASA, it's the, you, 
We've all seen it, right? The biggest one that we know is the NASA rocket, which has the two orange um, jet engines on the side. It was used for the NASA shuttles back in the day. We'd all rem we all remember it. Um, but Elon Musk's made the second biggest one, and it was very cool. It was a very emotional one because he shot it off, and the things, uh, the engine, the big engines detached, and they went back down to the Earth, and then. Um, a panel came off and, uh, oh no, all of it came off and then the top bit came and then the panels came off and it had a Tesla with a spaceman in it with one out on the kind of like, um, on, on, on the resting on the other hand on the wheel and, uh, it put don't panic on the uh, screen and it, all it did was, uh, play rocket man. Uh, so yeah, that was by David Bowie. That was, that was really cool. That was a piece of genius, I believe. But um, I think it's supposed, it was supposed to be aiming for Mars, but I think it's going to miss it and swing around and go past it. So we'll have to see uh, where it goes. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be cool. I know, you know, in my opinion, Elon Musk is like the guy who's going to build the future for the world. You know, he's got Tesla, he's got SpaceX, he's got the boring company. Um, but for me, you know, Tesla's really a piece of genius i mean because he had it started off with the tesla roadster he actually knew what his plan was his he wrote down what his plan was and he said he's going to build a two here's what his plan was it was a build a two-seater roadster light car with that money build an expense build a a expensive uh fully electric reliable sports car it's not really it's a, it's kind of a sedan to a degree it's a sports sedan um, and then with that money, build a, a build a, a incredible four by four for even more money with, uh, with differences to normal four by fours. And then with that, with all of that money, build the biggest factory to have, to be able to build the, the, one of the fastest mass produced cheapest electric cars on the planet, which is the Tesla model three. And then with all of that money, you can, he was then going to also continue building those, but then build the new Tesla Roadster, which is now, from what we know, will be the fastest man-made mass-produced car in the world. I think it's 0 to 60, or no, no, 0 to 100 in 1.9 seconds. It is ridiculously fast. It's going to be really fast. I mean, like, because with electric cars, right, if you have a petrol car or a diesel car, it needs when you when you press on the accelerator it takes a minute the the it has to go up it has to build up but with electric because it has to try and find energy and friction but with uh it has to like build up energy because it has to use momentum but with electric it can build it can make its own f energy so it can instantly just propel itself that's pretty cool um so yeah, it's going to be, and then he may, and then also the Tesla Semi, which is going to be the brand new futuristic semi trucks, so, you know, or in Americans are semi trucks. Um, and that's going to be, you know, big trucks. I can put loads, you know, we see them all around, big proper trucks with loads on them. That's what we're going to have. Um, and that's going to be, uh, I think the Roadster's coming out in 2020 and the Semi will come out in like 2022. 2023 i think so yeah that's gonna be that's really the biggest you know that's gonna be the big thing that that really is the uh the big 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 thing 
and you know we here you know still got brexit you know back to politics we still got brexit brexit's still happening people don't i think don't understand though that brexit doesn't have to happen we when a referendum is where you don't actually have to go through with it parliament doesn't actually have to go through with brexit we have to it's basically a referendum is showing what the to a, to a degree of a closeness of what the people want. Now, the really stupid thing is about Brexit, which is why I, which is why I argue this, is that the vote doesn't actually show what the people want because it ended up 49% uh, to remain and 51% or 50, 47, 52, something like that, or 48, 52 to uh, leave. And in my opinion, that's not really much a fair result. I believe it should have been, if it was 60-40, we'll leave. If it's not that, then we're not leaving. Because, like, what are you going to do? We, you have half of the country saying we don't want to leave, half of the other country saying we do want to leave. And now you've got more people saying, no, actually, we don't want to leave. Because what happened is, is that millions, hundreds of well, politicians actually lied to us. They said that there was 350 million, 350,000, no, 350 million pounds a week will go into the NHS from somewhere. We don't know because we have to pay that to the EU. And then the day Brexit happened and it got agreed, they came out and said, no, we don't actually have that money and that's never coming. So basically it was a load of bollocks. But, you know, that's how it works in in, in Britain. That's how we do it around here. That's, that's our, our stuff. It's what we do best. Um... I can't understand it. I still can't believe we're going through Brexit. I remember when Brexit happened. I remember when the thing agreed. And I remember walking around, walking back from school and going, it really doesn't feel the same. You know what? It really still doesn't feel the same. It just doesn't feel the same anymore. It, yeah. It's just, I can't understand it. Anyway, um, when it comes to uh, media and stuff like that, last night was the BAFTAs. And who, uh, I remember the man who played the in the new who played Winston Churchill in the new Churchill film won best actor and best makeup and the person who but the big the big award that everyone knows at the BAFTAs is the uh, lifetime award I think it's called and it's uh they the nobody it's not voted it's picked you know it's voted and picked on who will get the lifetime award now this happens every year somebody who's worked in the industry for a very long time will get the Lifetime Award. And this year it was, oh God, what was his name? Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott won the Lifetime Award because, and if you don't know Ridley Scott did, he did Blade Runner, Blade Runner 2049. He did The Duelists. And the big one he did was Alien. Alien, he, he directed, uh, I think, all of Alien. So, yeah, no, I think it's pretty, uh, pretty amazing. It's pretty crazy that, um, yeah, I, I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. But, um, yeah, no, it's amazing. And, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. But, um, I'm, I'm, it's, it's a, it's an amazing award. And I love Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott is one of those actors. And you know what's crazy? That was his first ever award. Even though he's done some, in my opinion, some of the greatest films and franchises that we now know and love, he never actually won anything. He's never won an Oscar, Golden Globe, anything. This is his first actual award. And I'm like, wow. 
crazy, 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 crazy. But, um, yeah, no, um, in personal life, you know, today actually hasn't been, uh, that bad. I want to, I want to, I want, I want a Hamleys, and I actually want a penguin. As in, like, not an actual penguin, but, like, one of those big kind of Hamleys stuffed cuddly penguins. And I actually really love it. It's, it goes up to about my knee, and I'm about six foot, so it's pretty big. Um, I, I love it. It's it's adorable. It really is. It's so fluffy, and it's so adorable. I love it to bits. But, um, yeah, no, um, that's, that's it. Oh, wait, no, there was one last... Thing. What's it? A, there was a con man who, who was, uh, he, yes, he conned people. The idea of using, he had, that he had, he told a bank manager that he had magic powers. And with these powers, he could take a sum of money and double it. And he, so he kind of conned him. And he got away with $242 million. That is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I love it when I hear, like, when I hear the whole bollocks of Colmen. It's funny as hell. And somehow this man has walked out with $242 million in his pocket back in. I can't, I don't know. Let's just read, let's have a look. He said, um, over dinner... The, the con man claimed that he told his friend, who's a bank manager, that he had uh, magic powers. And with these powers, he could take a sum of money and double it. He invited his friend to come again and bring some cash. Black magic is condemned by Islam as blasphemous, even though there is still widespread belief in it. And he was taking colorful, mysterious business to remove it. When he arrived at his house the next time, carrying his money, a man burst out of the room saying a spirit of the jinn he, he had just attacked him. He warned you not to anger the Dijin to, uh, to fear his money would not be doubled. So he left his cash in the magic room and waited. Light and smoke. Literally, this man, he lived in du he lives in he lived in Dubai and now he has two hundred and forty two million dollars. I he legit conned his way all the way up from nine ninety five all the way up to now where he has two hundred and forty two million dollars. That is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But um, yeah, no, that's 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 been the week. That's been the, um, uh, wink. Oh, well, there is, the final thing I want to talk about is, um, the fact that mental health is one of those things that really, really, really needs to be talked about. And I, and I hope that, um, it will get learned. And I, cause I actually deal, I want to say the, I do deal with mental health problems and I know some people who also do as well. But I'm not going to go into what, I, what mental health problems I deal with, but just wanted to use you guys to know. Um, but it's just that it needs to be talked about more. It really does. It needs to be talked about more. It's not one of those things that is just, oh, you can pass it by and live with it. No, it needs to be talked about. It needs to be known. But will it ever? I don't think. I don't know. I think I think it's starting to get attraction now, and I think it actually will become a more important thing. But hey, listen. Well, I'm sure it'll be okay, and I'm sure the world will get better with the whole idea of actual young people and teenagers, and even anyone that that hey, we can suffer from mental health problems. 
Sometimes you deny it, but sometimes it's just the truth. And hey, you just gotta live with it. And trust me, it's all okay. Nothing really changes. It's fine. Anyway, um, that has been the uh, news week for Radio Anything. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this so, so much. And obviously, we need the mystery question of the week. And this time, this question is... Da -da -da. What do you guys think should be done with gun control? And if you could, what would you do in America? If you were the president for one day, what would you do to change? What would you change? Would you change gun laws? Or would you change something else that you may think, hey, actually, this is actually more important than this right now, and I believe this should get changed immediately? So, uh, yeah, let me know. I will um, talk to you guys um, next time in the next podcast when uh, we have to see what is up. Okay, guys. Well, thank you very much for listening. I hope you all have an amazing week, and I will see you on the next podcast. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you later. Bye-bye.